Do you wanna play a game? Do you like scary movies? Do you wanna eat some brains? Is your chainsaw arm groovy? How bloodthirsty could a talking plant be? Eat your liver with some fava beans and a nice candy. Come play with us forever, cause down here we all float. I never drink wine, so you're gonna need a bigger boat. Or a throat to choke, whether you're in the prim or dairy. Got red rum where your blood from, put your dead son in the cemetery. It's him or carry, be very afraid. You'll be our number one fan and get carried away. All working, no play, you know it always means you're in trouble, son. I came to chew gum and kick ass and I'm all out of bubble gum. What if Quint killed Jaws' his father? What if the Bob's body was marijuana? What if the leprechaun got a job as a bank guard? What if the Wolfman had a cowbell instead of Every nards? scary movie made since Oscar Wilde was writing letters Had canon to watch them all and tell you how to make them better So put your earbuds in and forget what you're planning It's time to take our heads and shoot them out of a cannon 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 Shoot him out of a cannon. Shoot him out of a cannon. Shoot him out of a cannon. Head cannon. Head cannon. Head Welcome cannon. to head cannon. Tonight we have a very special guest, uh, a wonderful friend of ours. Returning, we did uh, what was it, Freddy versus Jason before yeah. With, yeah. With, with you, and uh, we know you from Comedy Sports Indianapolis, and it's great to have you back, Mr. Daryl. Hollandquest, how are you doing this evening? I am doing. I'm doing good, man. It's good. It's good to be back. It's good to be. It's good to be hanging. Uh, it's good to be vibing. I. I'm, I'm glad to be. You know. I'm glad to even be invited back. So that's really cool. You know. Like, oh. I'm, I'm glad to be back in the building in general. You know, talk about <laughs> movies. We're yeah. glad to have you. That was such a fun episode, and it was. It's funny that that was the. Uh, I don't even know if we've done. Oh, we did scream, but yeah, Freddy versus Jason was the first and only slasher movie we had done up till recently and it's uh it's it's a slasher by the barest of terms you know what i mean because <laughs> it's so <Yeah>. like <laughs> <laughs> it's just enough just to get it to get it qualified but yeah we all know what it is we all know what it is yeah yeah everybody knew everybody knew what that was about <laughs> but uh but so brent how are you doing this evening oh i'm doing good i've got uh, a belly full of chinese food nice well, what's your favorite Chinese food dish when you get takeout. It's a good question. We 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 usually go uh some we usually go like sweet and sour chicken, beef lo mein, and then I usually like to get something a little more spicy. Like uh, different places do it different, but like some places the cashew cashew chicken's spicy, or some places like the uh, um you know like uh, Mongolian beef will be spicy. I usually get something. Yeah. Like that. Mm. I love a good. Uh... I love I love a good shrimp lo mein. I love a spicy shrimp lo mein. Yeah. I love a I love a, I love a egg roll. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just yeah. uh, I just started like trying to get into like mugu gai pan and stuff like that. I never really got into that. Not, like, what uh, what's mugu gai pan? I think so. And here's the thing: I don't even know if this is what it actually is. Like, cause I was <laughs> I got like the lunch special, and like sometimes I'm like, is this just just meat and rice and vegetables? <laughs> but uh, I think it was just meat and rice and vegetables. <laughs> I got the I got like the chicken muku guy pan. It was like they took the general so's but didn't put it in the sauce and just 
Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Well, and we've been the last couple months cuz it's been cold out, you know, it's been we're starting to get into spring, but it's been cold. So we and so it's nobody really wants to get out of the house and Chinese food mm-hmm. is just like so hot and like stick to your ribs that everybody so we order Chinese, I can go pick it up, the rest of my family stays home. I get back and it's all hot and filling. So we've done over the past couple months we've tried like three or four different Chinese spots around here. Um, cause there was one that we would go to a lot and it was, it was like, there were things we liked about it and things we didn't like. So we were like, well, let's, let's try to try to find some other spots. And especially for my wife, like lo mein is her thing. You know, she loves like the, the thicker, the noodles, the better, you know? Yes. So that's why she married you, my man. Yeah. That- <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. I don't know what Mugu Gai Pan is, but I, I know that people get up fucking tight and upset when you confuse chow mein and lo mein. Right. So I was like, okay, yeah, you gotta, yeah, I, I gotta make sure I come through it, right? It's a lot, a lot smaller. The chow mein. Well, so, crispy. It's crispy. Cri- yeah, the crispy. Oh, crispy. Yeah. But so, check, but so we've been going to places up here, and they've, like, some of the other places have, like, lo mein, and then also war mein, or ye mein, or, like, other shit I've never, so we'll, like, we'll be like, all right, we'll try the lo mein here, and I've had everything from, like, thick fat noodles down to like real skinny almost angel hair and it's been called lo mein depending on where you go so now i'm like yeah. now i'm like i don't even know you know like <laughs> it's and then some places cheap out man and i'm like this is fucking spaghetti from kroger just I know spaghetti it. I yeah just know it. yeah yeah i mean it, i mean it works it works it just works. cook it you gotta cook it like extra al dente yeah <laughs> al dente, <laughs> al dente Chinese food. <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> and we were <laughs> before we started uh you know started recording daryl was telling us how he's in his car like swiss beats he broke it down for us brent and i weren't as familiar with the uh the verses with who it started out with swiss beats and and who'd you say yeah, uh timbaland it was like yeah timbaland and swiss beats i just i always even though they're like live concerts now i still love the zoom the zoomness of it all because it was born out of the stay at home you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah and 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 just the dichotomy of just like like just timbaland in his like silk pajamas with this <laughs> big goblet of wine versus swiss beats in his car looking like he's going to a party in the lockdown i don't think he was going to one he just looked like he was getting ready to go to a party, and he's just in, the, and he's got the shades on, and he was, it was just a very different dichotomy. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, just, you know, we recording from the car, live from the Hyundai Tucson, 2017. It's no big deal, you know, it's a dad mobile. <laughs> no kids, but I whip a dad mobile anyway. <laughs> well, it's yeah. about, I, I think the most interesting, uh, uh, you know, kind of online interview we had it was a guy who was uh who was a, a porn actor and he was he was recording in the middle of a starbucks so we were like we we're talking about all kinds of shit about his job and and he and you could like hear the people around yeah, him you could just hear the order <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> missy chai latte yeah and he's like yeah so when you're in a gang thing it smells weird it always smells weird Chocolates are Gwendolyn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got a, a venti chai mocha for uh, Brampt. Is this Brampt Owens? 
Well, let's see. So what have you been up to since we since the last time we talked to you, Daryl? Oh, man. I've just been uh, I've been trying to get more momentum, you know, performing live, you know, and that's been that's been great, you know, just just trying to steady, you know, keep steady, keep busy. Um, I'm producing a live show now with my friend uh, and co-collaborator that I do Spicy Magic Vibes with. That's our podcast. But we now do a live show called Spicy Magic Comedy Night, and that has been a monthly show. It's been really cool. Um, we we get like like the first one that we had was in January. It was like three degrees out, and we had like forty people show up. Like for like a out of nowhere on a Wednesday night, we were like, hell yeah! And we didn't even know most of them. We were like, yeah, like this show us on a Wednesday. <laughs> no. So, uh, yeah, we're just yeah we've just been trying to keep busy with that. Um, yeah, that's me and Tana McDonald. We do that. Um, and yeah, just been hopping on shows, you know, trying to put to put put this put this comedy to good use. <laughs> yeah, where are you guys where are you guys performing out of? Uh, it's uh, the White Rabbit in Fountain Square here. In nice, Indy. love it's the a, White Rabbit. It's a cool. Yeah, great, great spot. I, I love that spot. Yeah, yeah, that's what we do. You know, Defiance, we did all, most of our stuff there, so. It's it, it's also great because it's, like, in the middle of so many great Mexican restaurants <laughs> that if you, just, oh, yeah. if you just have the hankering for one but one is busy, you will go to another and you will have options, <laughs> like, either way. <laughs> right, like, you can't walk down the street without a taco just, like, flying in your mouth, you know? Like... Yeah, really, there's, like, four or five. And you don't have to walk that far. <laughs> yeah, it's been uh, it's been pretty dope. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, uh, Daryl, let's. I want to talk about the. Uh, so you brought us uh, a movie. I haven't seen it. I watched it a couple times when it first came out, and then I hadn't seen it for a couple years. Uh, but you brought us 2017's Get Out. So I'm 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 curious what made you choose this movie? What do you what do you like or dislike about this movie or, or what does it mean to you? This movie when it came out was such a vibe and like it it was just telling a story that like so many people have like said as like a legit thing, but then also like as a one off, like sort of joking thing. Um, you know, when when you're in an interracial relationship, a lot of times, like you, people are like, "Do your parents know that I'm black? Is that gonna be a problem?" And you know, this is Indiana where I'm at. You know, this is so it really can go down. <laughs> it do be going down in the DMs sometimes uh, that way. So when that came out, um, I was like. How many months off of uh, a relationship with a white girl at this point? Um, but like it was, so it was just real fresh, real, real there. Um, and I, I was just like, I have to show this to all my white female best friends. I got to show this to my peeps. I, got, I, I was like, I specifically called my ex and was like, we watching this movie. <laughs> uh, you, we already know what it is. <laughs> like nothing else is happening. But we watching this movie. Damn it! <laughs> right. <laughs> I, like, you... I, I will be understood. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so yeah, and then watching it, it was um, it was actually 
actually like really it was scary like it was scary like for and and that was something that I noticed like I, I you know I'm trying to save some of this too for the for later but right um it was just you could tell I could tell well it, it, it revealed a lot to me about the people that I would show it to specifically mm-hmm. um because like I was scared watching it the first time I watched it and then the more and more I watched it it it, it gets it's still chilling um but it's it's still but it's a lot funnier mm-hmm. but when I show it to people for the first time it, I like I like it, it kind of shows me like a lot and I'm like okay cool <laughs> this, this, movie, this movie's the shit <laughs> whenever I feel like you can do that with the movies the movie's the shit and right. just get out of that yeah, when I read the uh, or saw a couple interviews with Jordan Peele where he was he was talking about he and, and we've talked on the show before about the uh, the similarities between comedy and horror and you know especially in movies it's all about like setting up tone and timing and uh, you know it's it's not because all movies all story is reliant upon certain things you know plot character themes all of that. But, but with horror and comedy specifically, it's a lot more about tone. It's a lot more about timing, you know. Um, but so I, I saw a couple interviews where Jordan Peele was talking about how uh, those those two things, comedy and – because he comes from a comedy background, obviously. But how those things have always been close together in his mind and how he enjoys both of them. Um, and that he felt like he was filling a hole in – the horror genre, which I agree with him, and I think I think he did a beautiful job because a lot of the yeah. sc- a lot of the scariest movies are the horror is a metaphor for something, right? Like mm-hmm. St- yeah. Stephen King, a lot of his horror, it's you know addiction and uh, and obsession is really what it is. You know, you've got It Follows, which is about you know it's a metaphor for STDs and they, and gentrification, all kinds of other things. You've got uh, we watched The People Under the Stairs recently, which is about, uh, you know, I think that that digs into race a little bit, and, but even more like income inequality, stuff like that. Um, so, I, yeah, I think I think this was, uh, I think he did, a, I think it's brilliant as far as, uh, yeah, filling a hole in the horror genre that was, uh, you know, maybe nobody noticed was there before, <laughs> before J- Jordan Peele put this movie together. <laughs> yeah, and it was just, and like you said, like, it, it just came out at just such a time too like when people were I don't want to say like too afraid to talk about stuff like this but it was like there wasn't as much daring art until there was a I'm going to say daring political motivation at the time so like there was just a lot of art that was just daring to speak back Yeah, and, and I loved that about this movie just that it was taking such um i love i love the i love in a horror movie when someone goes to a house and they gotta fight against the whatever's in the house right um <laughs> and they so it was like taking like such like a classic you know horror trope and then adding all of these layers of of truth and realism to this sort of like surreal experience well not even not even surreal experience but like this um imagined real reality yeah um, Well, and there's so many, like, there's so many brilliant, tw- like, it would, and I feel like in the hands of a lesser film, like, it would be so easy to do, like, the stereotypical redneck right-wing racist, but I, I love that it's, like, the, the wealthy, like, liberal elite, you know, and I, and I, I love that it's the, um, that the daughter is, 
you know that they 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 like you don't you you don't really suspect i mean you kind of suspect her or at least for me when i was watching i was like i kind of suspected her but then there were so many times where she was so like seemed so passionate about you know and, and like she got it i was like i was like okay no she, she maybe she's cool and her family's just like hiding this from her as the movie goes on obviously you find out that's not the case but sitting in that movie theater and when you see him discover the stuff in the closet of all of the of all the pictures and stuff it just it kills you because like i feel like for a lot of you know dudes that have dated outside their race notably white girls it's like it's such like you you want to build that trust and it's like you don't want especially like when you're like when you're sort of like jumping over this river um it's like you you don't want to pick someone that's just going to let you drown in that in that sort of um in in that big gap there and the whole movie like you said you're you're just rooting and you're just like come on but like you know you keep seeing these little things and it's always these little red flags it's like you know like a little relationship who keep unplugging my phone and it's just like (laughs) i don't know who keeps unplugging my phone from the wall like i mean i guess it's i guess it must be the maid i guess it must be somebody you don't think it's the girl in the room Right. <laughs> right, and it's just like damn, damn, ass must bust. Uh, <laughs> I didn't understand why she left that little bitty door open in that big red box of like all her boyfriends there. Well, here's Does I, she want him to know. Well, here I I have a, I have a theory. I was actually going to ask you guys about this. Do you think it was? Um, I I thought maybe it was not not the grandma who had like taken over Georgina's brain, but like the remnants of Georgina that was still in there, do you think maybe she left it open for him? I don't know. That was my thought. Did you guys have any That's good. thoughts about why that door was left open? I, uh, I, I never took it as that. I always took it as just the, it was always a trap mm-hmm. and every part of it was a trap. So it was like, like how, how he, like they had to get him downstairs asking for the keys. And it was just like asking for like that. I think they, they do that all the time. Like it always comes down to the person figures it out before they get to escape. And, and then, then they're, they're helping him if he's not, if he's not getting it or she, they're helping that person. <laughs> right? it's, it's very apropos. Like they, like they all have Riddler energy. Like, <laughs> how, like how they're just like, yeah, like we're just going to slowly let you know what's about to happen. And like, yeah, Cause like you, cause I feel like if everybody the, gets that. If someone with the first name of Lil calls the girl. She already knows to say, "You always wanted to fuck me." Like it's like she, you know, they've been through this so many times. Right. <laughs> like she, she absolutely like has like done this with other like people with you know having the friend call be like, "Yo, what's up?" But he's like, "But yeah, shout out to shout out to Lil Rel being the being the." the the, the young hero, this other young hero in this movie. Yeah. The best, the best, one of the best endings, <laughs> like, to a movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was so good. It was amazing. Um, yeah, just, it was just fun just having him just, like, just calling shit out. Just straight up, like, because the movie, the movie's so intense when, when you're really in it. Like, when you're in that movie, like, it, and it really makes you feel when you are spending, like, when they're spending the night there, when the garden party's happening, like, if you're tuned into that movie, like, even, you know, from when they're leaving the apartment 
you know, driving, hitting the deer, getting to the house, spending the night, the garden party, all that, you feel like you're away. Like you're yeah. truly like, like, like in any, like in any movie, when you start out in one location and go to another, like sometimes you can, sometimes you, it'll take you out of the movie, and then sometimes it keeps you in the movie. You super stay in this movie, which just draws that tension up. So whenever little Rel comes back in and just calling, it's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, someone's calling me. Where the civilization, like, it's not even you thinking like, oh, here's the comic relief. It's it's right. legit. Right. Like, oh, there's civilization. I have signal, and it's just like, whoa, I'm in a movie theater, or oh, I'm at home. Like, yeah. they, he, he he feels so necessary. Like, yeah. whenever he comes in, yeah, it's like, hardly it, comic it, relief and more just relief. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah it's not even comic. It's just, oh, uh, oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> like, yeah. someone else is here. It's funny. That's super funny. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> what well, I think that's that's yeah that's just Jordan Jordan Peele, uh, you know, just his prowess as a director, just knowing when we need to deflate that tension a little bit, you know, kind of bring it back down so he can like ratchet it back up, you know. Yeah. There's a um. There's an episode of Atlanta that kind of does a similar sort of thing with this, um, the Donald Glover show where like there's there's an episode where. Similarly enough, so the the I can't remember his name, but the guy who gets got at the beginning of the movie. Okay. Um, he, he's played by Lakey yeah, Stanfield. Andre, his character's name is Andre. Yeah, Andre. Yeah, Andre. Andre. So, right, because yeah, because he was telling because that's because uh, they were talking about that. He um, he's in Atlanta and he plays um, a character named Darius. There's an episode in the second season where Darius goes to like a house. And has this weird interaction with Donald Glover in white makeup <laughs> um, called Teddy Perkins. And it's very psychological, thrillery. It, it, it feels inspired by this sort of. And there are scenes where he goes outside and, like, gets on the phone and calls, like, the other characters on the show. And it feels just like it's not even about comic relief. It's just relief. Like, the other people and they're just in the drive through at like at like a Mrs. Winners or something like that. And <laughs> yeah, you know, a relatable restaurant that everyone knows. What 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 is that? I think it's a I think it's a <laughs> it's a it's an Atlanta sort of like uh I think it's like a dog and suds maybe. <laughs> okay. Okay. Speaking or like a, I understand that. Or something like that, like a grill. Um well and, and so, talk, well, talking about that the abduction in the beginning um yeah like what a nice like that song the song yeah the song and then and then like the, the touch of having the brother in like armor like a suit of armor because yeah. because you i don't it's it feels like such a uh kind of like classic white supremacist thing to have that like the armor like you know paying homage to the crusade you know the crusades and your viking heritage and your you know white conqueror hair you know just just like that little yeah. touch you know yeah it felt I was I was even getting that energy from just him being like a wrestler, yeah. it's such like Greco Roman and like so many, which is already like when people look it up in like text, like like, like literal white statues, right? You know what I mean? Like, Whoa. and then you know, and then Ku Klux Ku Klux Klan, you know, that's you know, that's named after a Greek Brotherhood, like right there anyway. So it's like I'm I'm already getting that sort of like layer layered energy. I was getting it just off of that, like even just the, just the, 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 the armor did, too. Did you guys think that Jeremy looks a lot like Charlie Lind from Comedy Sports? 
might be, he might have been before my time. I, I, oh, okay. I can see that. I can see that yeah. a little bit. He looks just like a guy who, who used to work at comedy sports and now lives in California. <laughs> like insanely like that we've, guy. We've had him on the show a couple times, once or twice. Yeah. Oh, cool. No, I mean, I sorry, mean, cool. Darryl, I, thought, I thought you were there too at the same time as him. Oh, no, it's all good. I was like, cool, cool that he looks like that actor. Uncool that that actor played that guy. Right. <laughs> well, like, and it's that... like a logic statement. He, Charlie Lynn does not have the attributes of that man. <laughs> As far as as far as we know, I mean, how, who knows? Physical, yes. I mean, who? Char, maybe Charlie comes from like a fucked up, uh, you know, yeah. racist. They both, fa- they both do play lacrosse, though. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, do they? Does he give? That's does he give speeches at dinner. Killing <laughs> <laughs> dinner speeches. Charlie well, also abducts people. <laughs> oh, no. Of any race, it doesn't matter. Oh God. Oh. Have voted for Kamala. <laughs> that's, that's what he always tells people. So, oh, wait, wait. Was, was, was that a joke that was said once by the father? Or was it also said by the daughter earlier that he would vote for Obama a third? Because I think I saw a trailer where the daughter says it. But I don't remember her saying it in the movie. Uh, she says it in the movie okay. because she's, like, prepping the – she's prepping him. She's that prepping him for, like, yeah, like, my dad, my dad will – he would have – you know, he says that all the time. He would have voted for Obama um, the third time if he would have. And then he says it. So yeah. like, and then he says it. Like, yeah. like, he he says like, it. God, this fucking guy. <laughs> he says it, <laughs> he says so it in the gazebo. <laughs> Good God. But I like but, uh, that, that actor. Oh, the actor who played Jeremy, I knew he kind of looked familiar. Caleb Landry Jones is his name. I was like, man, I know that fucking guy from somewhere. He was Banshee in X-Men First Class. Yes. I was like, I was like, I know, I know this kid from somewhere, but I could not place him. Oh shit! But he's he's got that like he's got that same like jittery energy, you know, as as Banshee. It's like yo, yo, different movie. Right. Yeah, he was so creepy. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was effectively creepy. Yeah. yeah. Well, and so much. He looks like he looks like um, who's the actor that plays Rorschach? Oh, Jackie, uh, Jackie, Jackie Earl Haley. Jackie Earl Haley. Yeah, yeah, do you remember him in that movie? Um, was it Cutters? What was the What's the yeah. uh, IU movie? Cutter. Or he's in that breaking, one. He breaking looks weird. away. He's like the ginger or strange looking kid. Yeah. I think I did see a like a still of him from that. Like just when someone was like sharing, like you know, th- things this actor has been in, uh, <laughs> like a CBR or something, or like a. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. definitely in Breaking Away. Breaking away. Yeah. Why did I say cutters? No, that's what they called themselves. Yeah, yeah. That was the that was the bike their bike team. One well, because I I was born. I was I was. And they immediately had to go back to the institution. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's being being born and raised in in, in Bloomington. My yeah. like my grandparents, everybody, they were like, oh yeah, our mailman was in Breaking Away. You know, like every, everybody was like, we know somebody that was an extra in Breaking Away. You know. It's like everybody in New Zealand with fucking Peter Jackson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, like every everybody in New Zealand was like in was the Return of the King. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were all a yeah. ghost. <laughs> but, I, but man, I love how like and 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 this this movie has such like great rewatch potential because you go yeah. back and you can see like 
the first time you watched it, you thought they were doing one thing. And yes. then like, like the scene where the cop pulls him over and she's like, what do you need to see his ID? You don't need his ID. You didn't pull him over. He's just a passenger. And you think she's sticking up for him, you know, but really yeah. she doesn't want the cop to have a record. She doesn't want yeah. the cop to have a record that he was there, you know? Oh, I didn't think of that, man. Holy shit. I, it's like what it was such like a good like damn cop could have saved your life. What irony! Right. Like, oh god. <laughs> right. Right. Oh my god. Brent's mind is blown right now. Right. Brent's mind is blown right now. <laughs> well, because I because I had a pit because I'm trying to think of of the literary term of the opposite of foreshadowing, and because she she throws them out because I mean just by saying like no um I've never dated any other black person before, you know. And it's it's like just throwing him off the trail of that is just so interesting. And yeah. I don't know, like I just I, I I've said this before that like, I'll watch the M Night Shyamalan movies and I'll purposely not try to spoil it. And I'm surprised every time, and it's awesome. <laughs> and this one, I thought I was like, as soon as they got to the, the, the garden party, I was like, oh, this is Stepford Wives. Right. That's what this is. It. This is Stepford Wives. And then it did it, it, it wasn't. I mean, it was, and then it was not what I thought it was at all. It was so much weirder. Yeah. Well, I think Georgina, Georgina's like definitely giving Stepford, Stepford wife, wife vibes, you know? Yeah. Oh, Oh, but man, yeah, I just, I don't know. Just the whole thing, the whole thing with like the, uh, I feel like we got to talk about the hypnosis scene when, when, and, and Catherine Keener, I love Catherine Keener, man. She's, like another if anybody hasn't watched being john malkovich stop like yep. fast forward 30 seconds i don't want to spoil it i love being john malkovich everybody should experience that movie fresh um but like so that's kind of si- like kind of similar as like stealing people's bodies is yeah you know um and then she's also in like death to smoochie um but man yeah just her like that scene where he j- she just like she forces him in and like hypnotizes him and like Especially when she's like, now sink into the floor. And he's like, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, what? And then uh, just the the sound mixing on that shit. Just like, just all the... He just fucking starts kingdom hearts falling. Like, Jesus. (laughs) Oh, I have to go back and watch that. Daryl, I I watched the first 15 minutes of that movie with sound on. And then my students came to take a quiz. (laughs) And so I just put it on mute and and watched the whole movie with closed captioning. And it was awesome. (laughs) Oh, wow. I what a okay. That's how fucked that movie is. To watch that movie today, it was great. Didn't even didn't even need a majority of the sound. Still fire. I'm I glad you got. It. I'm glad you got to hear Redbone at the beginning. That was <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So this is what's funny. Hearing Donald Glover at the beginning of that movie. Donald Glover is almost like if you if you were in college if you were black and in college from the year 2008 to 2017 and you were black and you dated white girls occasionally, <laughs> Donald Glover is like the, the theme song to that group of people. <laughs> like, a very specific demographic. And, just, and, just having his, and, like, and then him putting out this album at the time, which yeah. was like branding-wise, him trying to be like, like trying to be like extra like R and B funk, like trying to like lean back more to like his, his like Atlanta roots and whatnot. It was just really funny hearing that song at the beginning of the movie because one, that song smacks. <laughs> Two, trying to tell you to stay woke, can't be in a sunken place. 
And then three, once again, just the fact that it was Donald Glover cracks my ass up. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, just the sunken place. No, all of that. Yes, go back and watch that with the sound on. It's, it's, I will, oh I promise. Yeah. And then, oh, and then uh, yeah, it, it, I wanted to say something, but right, right before, right before the hypnosis scene, I laughed so hard when he's smoking a cigarette and just like, like, just like out of nowhere, a figure appears running full blast. <laughs> of a human. <laughs> Did you guys laugh at that? That was so funny. But it is a little, yeah, that, that was funny. Okay, yeah. I was like, what the Divided fuck? between funny and scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he, I think him running was funny. And then you seeing the, the grandma fucking crying. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that that make that made my butthole clench and be like, <laughs> man, I need to see another movie. Man, and and oh, every man. and every interaction he has with them, like I I just because it's they just say such weird stuff. Like when he's talking to that guy, who we find out later is Rose's grandpa, but he's talking about Rose and and Walter is like he's like, yep, she's one of a kind. Top of the line, a real doggone keeper, and, you know. And like the first time I watched it, I was just like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like, what right? Is like, this? who talks like that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just like that's not you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's why. I, that, that at that point, I thought it was it was Stepford Wives. I thought they were Stepford wiving these people that they've abducted, and then I thought the whole town was it was was getting Stepford Wives by this family but it was really just their interest in the people that have been abducted mm-hmm. it mainly when he um when chris chris walks upstairs mm-hmm. during the party and then the guests all stop and like and they look, look back up, up at him yeah. robotically like, like yo yeah. <laughs> yeah that's creepy as fuck and they play bingo yeah kind of <laughs> right. yeah right <laughs> Side eye, side eye, side eye, side eye. Yeah. I still, I had no idea what was going on. When, the, when you like, don't know, you get oh, are they auctioning off a, one of his photos? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they want the live still photo yeah. <laughs> of himself. Yeah, yeah, and the fact, yeah, they're doing an auction, and then, um, and then that one character, uh, not ripped, uh, not ripped. Torn. Not rip torn, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not rip torn. <laughs> Stephen, the... Stephen Root, yeah. Who played? He played like kind of a similar character. No, not some, but a, another blind guy in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? That's right. <laughs> he was like that's a fun singing in a picking. A singing in a picking. Yeah. <laughs> He just typecasts as people that just have horrible visual acuity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, then he's the jump to conclusions guy in Office Space, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck, he was! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he's pulling out of his driveway and gets T-boned. And he gets that's, one that I need to, that's one I need to rewatch is Office Space. Because yeah. that's been popping up. A lot of people have been telling me to rewatch that. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's like a... Somebody... I don't know. Maybe somebody... Like, maybe it's like a 20-year or something. Like a twenty years. Mike Judge, man, that guy is so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a while since I've seen Office Space. Oh, and then the dad, the dad. As soon as he showed up, it, the first thing that popped in my head was Adam Sandler going like, "Eric," like from Billy Madison. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brad, yeah, Bradley Whitford. <laughs> 
Well, he because he was in Billy Madison. He's also one of the dudes in uh, Cabin in the Woods. That's like, right. Yeah, he's my favorite person. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite people in Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this, I think he's this, also in West Wing or something like that. That's what got him that movie. I think. Oh, really? The West Wing. That's one of those similar great. character. Huh. Could be wrong. Fuck, that's cool. Yeah, I'll be honest. This movie was one that I like. I was looking forward to so much, and I must mm-hmm. have had something going on in 2017 when it came out <laughs> that I missed it, and then it like fell in the back burner, and then I never got to see it. I saw Keanu before I saw before I saw this one today, which is very surprising. Whoa. I mean, I mean, 2017 was a wild time. Like we were just getting used to waking up every day and hearing the craziest things. That's true. From the White House. That's true. Like, it was like just like the first time. The, not, not the first time in history, but like the era I'm talking about. Like yeah. just, just waking up every day and just be like. What we said? What? Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. You it just. Was easy, it was easy to miss something. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And and yeah. Because you'd wake up and it'd be like the president today was asked if like white supremacists are bad, and he said, "Well, you know, every there's good people." All, and you're like, "No, was that no way? Some he really? Why would you like? No way that was yeah. real. Like that's such an easy question, you know." <laughs> and then you'd have that every day. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. Just a month. Weeks turn into months real easy, so I'm not I'm not even gonna fault you for not getting to see it until recently. Like it just well, and I think I I, I read something where Jordan, Mr. Peel, he wrote this during the Obama administration when the the um when the the, the public thought was like, oh, racism is gone, <laughs> people aren't getting hurt anymore because of their race, and he and he wrote mm. this as like, no, I think this shit is very happening. Yeah, and that's why he wrote this, I believe. Yeah. What happened? That's, that's he never beautiful. thought it would see the side of day, the light of day. Yeah. I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm just happy. Um. There. Like, I, I don't know if this is like a true quote or if this is just like a meme thing, but that, that, I think there was like a an interview of him going around like he he wasn't gonna do movies anymore or like act anymore necessarily. Um, because he was gonna be, or he wasn't the the emoji movie. I, I didn't see it, so like, I, I think he got offered to be like a shit emoji. Like, there's like a story where he was like, "I'm oh, done yes. with, I'm done with being in like movies like this." Right. So like, just the fact that we even got this film, I feel like was just like in that, like you said, if he if he wrote this like during the Obama era and he didn't think this was gonna see the light of day, I'm I, I, I'm just so thankful that this. Did. Just because, like, if I if I was like trying to be a legit thing and trying to break out of like the already sort of box ceiling that they put you in, like as a as a you know like as a black person, you know, black man specifically, and, and I, I would I, I'm I'm happy this this piece of art got made in in, in that too, um, and just in response to like you know people saying that we're we were post racism because because we have a because we have a black we had a black president at the time which was right. clearly right. not the case right no <laughs> well that's and and people i mean people still i see that i see that comment online all the time you know you talk about privilege yeah. privilege and they're like oh privilege doesn't exist what about obama and you're like bro that's one that's one dude that's like one <laughs> like that doesn't you know but th- there are pe- people yeah. really think racism is over because obama was president there are still people who think that Right, yeah. like like suddenly the cops are just going to be all on Obama's side, like right. because that's who. Like, 
ladies and gentlemen, Daryl's in his car right now, and he's been looking behind himself like every thirty seconds. That's yes. Maybe that's it. I wondered if the the original ending, the ending that is on the movie, I wondered if there, because like I I have a like generally negative opinion of cops, right? But I wonder if anybody with a more positive uh, I feeling toward police saw that ending, and you're in that situation with Chris, you know he's innocent. You know, movies are they can be. Uh, you know, empathy generating machines. I, I just wonder if there was a guy who had like a total favorable uh, opinion of the police, and he's in that moment with Chris. You got a hand, got the hands around her neck, and then the police car pulls up, and he goes, "Oh shit!" And then he's like, "Oh wait a minute!" Like I don't know. I like I wonder if <laughs> the cop shoots the girl. God, if that's if if that happened to somebody, that's art in motion, and I hope that happened to somebody. Yeah. Because that puts you, that puts you exactly like, oh man, because that, that's, it's the same feeling of like, 
go throw it back to something nerdy. Like it's like when you watch the first Spider Man and you feel on the side of letting the dude go because he doesn't give Peter his money. Right. And you're just like, yeah, yeah, screw Fuck you. That guy. gave me my money. And then it's like, wow, no, Uncle Ben, <laughs> damn, I just felt bad. I just, I just let this, like, you feel it just like, just like, like Peter does. Yeah, like, like you, you made the choice. Movie. But yeah, you, you made that choice. You got to sit in it too. So like, I would love it if somebody was like, Somebody went in with their fucking backwards flag with the blue line in it. Right. <laughs> like, went into the movie theater, and then was just like, oh, shit, the cops. What have I become? Yeah, wait, yeah, wait, wait, wait a minute. What did, what did I just say? <laughs> Rips off his fucking patch. <laughs> just tears the blue line patch off. It just set it on fire right there. <laughs> they take yeah they take off their the punisher skull with the blue line on it you know <laughs> oh i hate that one Gross. yike yeah <laughs> oh shit all right well let's see what there... he goes around wait then he goes around to all the gas stations that he put the i did that sticker on the pump he's got, he's got a little he's got he's got a little razor blade he's scraping, scraping them off, off. <laughs> oh no <laughs> Those fucking things. Oh man, those those stickers are high quality, by the way. Oh, yeah. Like I don't touch them. I don't. I don't touch the, the gas station pump. I think I've talked about this before, maybe. <laughs> but just the, the attempts of people trying to take them off is, is funny to me. <laughs> Even though I agree with the people trying to take them off, <laughs> it's like, they just don't come off. They're very well done. The only things I've ever seen take off stickers like that, I am not putting by gasoline at the gas station. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh just instant explosion. <laughs> There's all these liberals spraying goo gone on and exploding all over the place. Oh like that scene in the in Zoolander when they're at the gas station. Yeah. I remember you oh man, I remember the first time I saw that scene, I lost it. I was like, what the fuck is going on? See, that's the why that I miss Ben Stiller. I miss Ben Stiller. Yeah. What's yeah. what has that guy been doing? Where's that guy fucking been? He's been yeah. Coasting. He's been coasting. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Slacking, man. He's got there's there's movies to be made, Ben Stiller. You're not that old. <laughs> I'm sure it's so I, I bet I bet now that we've said it and, and it's gonna appear in the algorithm somewhere, I bet in the next five years he's gonna be in like a Marvel movie. Right. I've, like we've pushed, we've, like we've tipped it over the edge just by talking about it now. Oh, that's cool. Like 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 it's gonna be like in like five years. It's gonna be like a Fantastic Four two, and it's gonna be at the end, and Ben Stiller's gonna be the fucking. <laughs> he's just gonna be somebody like random as hell. Right. He's gonna be a random fucking man. What do you guys think? What do you guys think of um, of Bruce Willis? He uh, said him saying he's retiring because of aphasia. Oh, I didn't hear that. I don't know. What, I, I, I knew that he said that that was the reason. I don't know what it is, but, you know, if you got to tap out, you got to tap out. You know? yeah. My mother-in-law my mother -in -law was talking to me a little bit about it. She's a doctor, and she said that um, it normally happens after you've had, like, a series of strokes. Mm. Huh. And, like, and it's like, oh, hey, do you remember how to talk? Not anymore. Huh. Ooh, it's, she said that it's like, it's like people, um, someone who were to come over here from another country and not know our language at all. 
and then mm-hmm. just like suddenly everyone's speaking Spanish and you don't know what they're saying. Whoa, man! That it's like that. You, you just you I just mean, described but, you know every that's every conservative's worst nightmare. That's right. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> <laughs> wake up one day and everybody's speaking Spanish. <laughs> some of my favorite movies i mean i because i keep like i'm going back and like showing my daughter some of my favorite movies and i'm like okay let's see what do we want to watch tonight do we want to watch uh die hard or 12 monkeys or uh that's got bruce willis in it or looper uh that's got bruce willis or death becomes her i was like motherfucker every single one of these movies has bruce willis in it right and they're like daddy will you just put us to sleep telling us about pulp fiction again <laughs> and I'll be like, I'll be like, I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> you and Samuel Jackson. Oh my god! <laughs> Turns around, it's Corey in the wig with the fucking cigarette. And <laughs> it's like Kabuki theater. Like he's he's got like a like a like a white bed sheet up, and he's like doing it like a silhouette. Yeah. <laughs> he's, got, he's got the Mia Wallace wig. Yeah, oh I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, go, go grab daddy's slippers. They're like, which, which ones are they? I'm like, they're one, the ones that say bad motherfucker on it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, man. Well, who, let's well, wait, see. Wait, Daryl, what did you think? What did you, wait, 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 what did you think of the, because we've been talking about it, the Chris, the Chris Rock, Will Smith thing. What's your take on that? Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> Everyone's got their take. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Man. Piss, piss everybody out. It's still there. Joke. We talked about it last week a bit, and I, it's still here. It's still around. This story. Yeah. What a what? I'm still. I'm okay. At this point, I'm annoyed. But like, just because yeah. it's still around. But yeah, it's, it's like it's like it's, it was literally last week. Um, but like when that shit happened, yo, the internet was off fire and that yeah. feels good like whenever sh- whatever some shit like that happens and everybody's in the middle of making all the jokes and the memes it honestly it feels it, it feels good like you feel connected with the world for a little bit yeah like even i know we do i know we do I comedy like to do live performance but like when everybody is talking about it like just for a second like it it, it feels good to just be like <laughs> so we all know it's something just happened right like uh-huh. Yeah. And it and it wasn't like a fucking earthquake or you know it wasn't a fucking missile going right. off. It was just you know what my can I, you know what, you <laughs> know what, you're what, the first to say that in such a positive way. I'm uh, fucking happy you slapped that dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll we'll we'll, we'll Smith together. Will Smith unify us with your open hand. You know. <laughs> oh my gosh! So like, so look, these are like so both so all three of them. Three of my black idols, black entertainment idols. Yeah, three of them to me, and I think it was I think everybody was a little foul, but I also feel like everybody was you know in their place to do what they was gonna do. Um, you know, Chris Chris is gonna tell his jokes, but yes, did he tell a bad joke that was layered in a lot of black issues? Um, it wasn't that, that funny. I, That's I, why I, it was my argument. This is, it, it wasn't. It was very. It was. It was very low-hanging fruit, and you already got beef with somebody. Why 
would you do? Like, it wasn't funny enough to 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 dance in the beef. Like, right. if it was a little, like, if it was funnier and a little more layered, it would make more sense than like, you know, if, if they already have some, you know, prior prior shit going on. Um, and and it was just like, come on, come on, Doc. But I'm also I'm like, oh, man, you just don't want to. It just it just felt bad. Like, and then here's and then here's my other thing, like. Why the fuck? I talked about this on like a show, but this is what I really felt when Diddy hopped on stage. I was like, all these people helping out Chris and, and Will Smith, like like Denzel Washington and Tyler Perry taking Will Smith to the side. I'm like, not Tyler and Denzel. <laughs> <laughs> like, but you know, that's it's good to see that. It's good to see them, you know, helping them out. But I'm just like, why does this feel like like a like a somebody just got into a fight at the Black Family Reunion and. <laughs> And then like, and then Diddy hops on stage, and it's like, we brothers, we gonna be alright. And it's like, Diddy, you don't need to be in the middle of a celebrity beef again. What are you doing? Especially with Jim Brown, do you know what Diddy could do? Like, people get to die. just talking about shit going viral and uh and kind of unifying us in a way one of my favorite and i've 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 created a couple of these i don't i don't really take the time to do it anymore but one of my favorite things is when something like that happens and you always have people who create a twitter account that's like twitter account at will smith's hand you know or like or like <laughs> or like when Katie posts from the perspective of per, Will Smith's hand. Yeah, or or I've seen like I think I saw one that was like Bernie Sanders mittens, or I saw one that was like it was like left shark. <laughs> Remember when Katy Perry did the Super Bowl and that one shark was not with the choreography? Oh, left, left shark. Yeah, left, left shark. shark. Yeah. <laughs> oh anyway, shit. Yeah, I love when. So Will, yeah. <laughs> 
I will say I love. I, I know. I know it's a rough thing. Like, and, and then like all the fallout and whatnot. So like, I don't. I don't think that I, I'm. I don't think he should have been like. He should have stepped away from the academy. But I also feel like something should have happened. Like you know, it does feel a little extreme. But um, you know. The me- I'm, I'm just sad the memes are so fire. <laughs> like, cause every time, because every time, like, I feel like I'm past it, somebody just does, like, a good, there's just a good meme with that smack of Will and Chris Rock, and I'm just like, damn. <laughs> there's, I'll tell you one thing, ain't nobody gonna stop me from watching Down to Earth. Ain't nobody gonna stop me from watching Wild Wild West. Ain't nobody gonna stop me from watching Set It Off. Ain't nobody gonna watch me from it Independence Day. <laughs> And then I want to ask you guys if there's anything else you guys want to talk about with the movie before we kind of do head cannons and wrap up. Um, I, I mean, I, I've seen this a couple places, but I, I just thought it was interesting when the character Rose at the end, like it is such a change when she's in that like sleek ponytail and her like white sweater yeah. and her like riding pants. You know, she just like has this totally different vibe. Um, but also, Did when... you notice that, that there's a picture of Keith on her on her web browser. No, I, I didn't. I've never that. Really? <laughs> That's, That's hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, I had no idea. That's funny. <laughs> well, I was, I was, I was going to say, though, that scene where she's got the milk and the cereal, she's eating separately, right? Yeah, and, what was with that? That yeah. is hilarious. <laughs> I, I, I just thought that was just, I thought that was an over-exaggeration of just, how she want to mix the white and the colors. Is yeah, right? yeah. I think, yeah. I think it was literally just an over-exaggeration of that joke. That's right. why I didn't get it. Well, and then, and then she's also like with the milk, she's slurping on the black straw. You know, that's what Jordan Peele said. Jordan Peele said that. That's yeah. it. That's he pointed to that. Yeah. But also, she likes the larger lo, lo- main noodles. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, bucatini, my friend. <laughs> but with the hole in the middle. Yeah, man. Because the hole, like, you look like an idiot. Because, like, there's a little bit hanging out of your mouth, and normally it's very refined. You just slurp a little bit. But that hole, it, like, creates the – there's no suction. Oh, I didn't know there was a hole in Bucatini. I was just talking about, like, thick thick spaghetti. It's thick spaghetti, but there's a, there's a urethra in it. Whoa. So your point is proven even better. Oh, the pasta urethra. Ure- she, she was <laughs> – about it she was about it that much and that's the thing is like and that's sort of like that underlying thing is like she's even through all of the evil stuff that the, like the, everything is going on she's still enjoying it oh which is well, like well and that's what i was gonna say sort of on, one on her wall behind her she's got pictures like hunting trophies right she's got pictures of all the dudes mm-hmm. up on the wall behind yeah. her but it's but, but it's still like that when like she's still enjoying like of it like versus like like the because she's the one that actually gets to go out and you know date date the the people um that they're abducting and she's the one that gets to experience the personality you know the fun stuff and it's and i feel like that's still like you know
know, a lot of times where, you know, I've, I've dated, I've dated the, the whites. Um, and it's like, you, you still don't, like, you still don't notice, like, it's just more red flags in a way, you know, mm-hmm. like you just letting things slide that you don't notice. Um, and then just seeing that brought back, it's the, the movie, the movie is literally just high-fiving people the whole way. <laughs> like, that's just like, yep, yep. Well, I, I don't know why, the fact that she was listening to the Dirty Dancing soundtrack too, I don't know why, I, I don't know why, but it felt perfect, you know. Yikes. <laughs> but, I mean, it's a good soundtrack, but yikes. <laughs> For the scene. Yeah. Just because it's like adding into it. Yeah. But so was there anything else uh, in this movie you guys wanted to talk about or bring up before we get into into headcanons and, and wrap up here? Oh, man. I, I, I mean, I think it's just in general, I loved all the acting in this movie. I yes. thought it was something that, that just kind of got, you know, we, we, you know, we were talking, we, we, we went so many places, but, you know, I I always got to shout out the acting, like whenever, it, you know, whatever, whenever it's exceptional and every everybody was getting me. Yeah. Um, well, and, and Daniel, I yeah, mean, Daniel Kaluuya, Kaluuya is, uh, well, and, and especially cause he has to like do some, like he doesn't have a, a whole lot of line. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't talk a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, who is that again? The main guy, Chris. Daniel oh, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Who he was in. What else? He, he was in, uh, Black Panther. He was yeah. in one of my favorite episodes of Black Mirror. Um, yeah, I would say a lot of, I feel like a lot of people knew him from, uh, Black Mirror. Um, and then, uh, and then we saw him in, in Black Panther again. Um, he always looks like he's crying. <laughs> <laughs> like he's that's always just, looks like he's about to cry in this movie. That's just his face. <laughs> no, man, no, his eyes are like they're tearing up, and there's like, there's like, it's like brimming, it's like ground saturation. You know, like when like the grass has had just enough. There's just not not even that. water can come out. Can don't go in. do that. Don't don't roast his standing sob face. His resting sob face. Don't do that. But he does. Hey, it must be so easy. And that's I mean, he got the job. He got the job first audition. He cried on command at every single point that he, he had to. Boom, boom, boom. Just like. Cry, no problem. <laughs> no, I could do a uh, heavy flow or low flow. Yeah. Flow, I could <laughs> yeah. You want? Uh, uh, he, is, he is British, like that's which is wild. Like I, I love, I, I think that's dope. Yeah. Until you oh. guys mentioned uh, him here, I forgot that he was British. So mm-hmm. I remember him on that show. Yeah. Well, I, I love seeing black Brits pop up just because because we everywhere. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're cool. <laughs> <laughs> the pendulum is what? really swinging towards those black British. Yeah. British. Wait, are you British, Daryl? I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay, so I'm so I'm not British. I just like I just like no, I just black black people are everywhere, right? Yeah. So so what's funny? Someone that is British that like it came out and it was like a big thing was Twenty One Savage, the rapper Twenty One Savage. Okay. Um, like he has a sound like like it's like I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, mm-hmm. eight, M's in my face. Like he's like he's a like popular rapper, and <laughs> there's a uh, they found out he was British, and so everybody online there's a very funny bit that I saw that 
Taylor quote. It said, 21 Savage without auto-tune sounds super different. And it was someone just going, 74,000 on a St. Laurent jacket. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. See, and that's one, that's one, I guarantee, I guarantee somebody created a Twitter account that's just called 21 Savage's Accent. It's just from his accent point of view. I guarantee, I guarantee somebody made that. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) But all the, I thought, I liked all the stuff with the deer as well. You know how he kind of like tied, tied the deer to his like feelings about his mom. Um, And that, you know, obviously that was like an emotional through line for him. Um. They took a purposeful shot whenever they stopped the car after they've hit the deer. And he almost like Field of Dreams goes from the asphalt to the, 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 the earth. Oh, you know, really? they're very, they're very, they're, they're, they, yeah. they do that. They, they, the shot is his shoes hitting the earth. And it's like as though, like, okay, okay, he, he is the deer. Yeah. Well, and, even, and, then, and it comes back later when he hits Georgina. And he even knows he's like, this is fucking stupid. Like, why am I about to get out of the car? And get, but he can't help it. Like he, he just like I think he just like sees his mom. And he, he, he feels that regret. Like he just doesn't want. He, he feels that moment again. Yeah. And he doesn't want to um, ignore it like he did yeah. when he was a kid. Yeah. And it's even though it's like, bro, this is the best time to. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. If you're ever, if you're ever gonna do it, right now is the time. <laughs> did you guys forget that grandma was? I forgot that grandma was in her. Oh, no. Like, I, did I, you know? Did you know he picks her up, he puts her in the car? Were you guys like, oh, grandma's now in the car? I was like, oh, that poor lady, that poor maid <laughs> is in the car. But then I was like, oh, because when, when, as soon as like that lady goes, oh, it's, gra- it's grandma. I was like, oh, no, grandma's in there, too. And immediately she's like, stop. I, uh, I remember, I remember, like, remembering that that was still grandma, but I remember the whole time being like, Flash her! Yeah. Flash her, bro! Like, like, you need to flash her! Yeah. Like, oh, man. Like, like you did with Grandpa at the end. Just like Will Smith flashy-thinging, like, that's what he was doing to Chris Rock. I think he was making him forget. <laughs> was resetting him. Was <laughs> yeah. Trying to make him forget the joke. Yeah. But I just, I also want to say, just because we didn't actually say it, like, I love, just in terms of acting, and just like, I love how Sheer, the sheer intensity and like fear and tension that pops up when Daniel takes the picture at the garden party and Lake yeah. and Lake Keith like oh, wakes up yeah. and he's just like get out get out up on by a night of the round table no less like
guy. Some <laughs> Ren Fair guy. <laughs> Ran a bomb by a fucking paladin. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, fucking silver fucking knight paladin. <laughs> oh, oh alright. Yeah, the movie movies ill. Yeah. Yeah, and I wish I could remember more because I've been trying to remember like what I knew because I, I this was this was I don't know maybe my third fourth time watching it so it's hard to remember like what my first experience was like watching it you know what I mean and what I when I realized what when you know next week we're going to be talking about the horror comedy Shaun of the Dead so be sure to check that out before next week and as always you can follow us on social media on Facebook at Danger Explosion Presents Headcanon. On Instagram at HeadCanonPod, on Twitter at HorrorMoviePod, and you can always follow the subreddit r slash HorrorMoviePod. Uh, but so, do you guys, you guys have uh, head cannons ready for this? You want to go either? You want to go first? You want me to go first? It doesn't matter to me. Uh, I, I have one because I've always thought this just because of you know of. of you know, I, I used to do martial arts, you know, growing up. I want to get back into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, some things you never forget. This is something that I've always thought. What if they just beat the older brother's ass? Like, what if somebody just beat the shit out of this older brother, like, when he was about to, like, like right at the beginning of the movie, Lake Heath Stanfield. Homie comes from around the corner from around that tree. What if he was just, like, immediately hit him with some Power Rangers fucking, wow, <laughs> <laughs> just back kick. Beat the shit out of him. I was like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> like, like he just, it's just every time, like, he just keeps trying, and he just keeps trying to get with Rose, and they just keep trying to attack him, and each time, he just keeps like, who the fuck are you? Like, who is this dude It just keeps coming around here? <laughs> like, <laughs> just a kung fu master? <laughs> yeah. I what, yeah, what if Dre was a kung fu master? <laughs> Wouldn't even need Chris. Chris would have never hit. No, it'd be a different movie. It'd be, uh, but but uh, just as good. I want to see it for sure. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Brent? You got a you got a head cannon? Well, first of all, like when I watched it earlier today, I thought of I thought a John, I thought of like a John Malkovich head cannon, and then I thought that'd be I don't know. I thought maybe someone else might think of that. I don't want to. So I thought about Steven. No, no, no. Let me go back. I thought about who's who could still possibly be alive. Okay. In the house. Uh huh. I thought maybe Steven. I know. I know. Like his head is like taken off oh, at the but... top. But like, what if he like kind of wakes up? What if like does he take his brain out? I don't think. I, I think. I think, I think so. just the scalp and the and the cranium, just the bone. So I want to see a scene where like where like yeah, he's, uh, he's, his brain is exposed, and so like he's blindly like he wakes up on the table and there's smoke. And he's like, "Well, I gotta do something. I need to get my, I need to, get, I need to get my my essence into somebody." And he starts crawling across the floor, right? He's like feeling his way around because he still can't see because he's still Steven until he gets to and he gets to Jeremy. He's lying on the ground. He's like, he's like dumbly sort of like like feeling around, like on the ground. And he picks up what he thinks is this brain, and he he puts himself. He what he thinks is he puts himself into it, but it does happen. Um, but he puts himself in, into it only to realize that he put himself into a bocce ball. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, so his brain... racist fucking bocce ball. <laughs> <laughs> but, he, is, he is now the first Pokemon. <laughs>
my man gets fucking my man's gets donated to a fucking gastro pub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can't even see out the bocce ball, he just has to roll around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. He used to live out his days being fondled by gentrifiers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're exactly right. Fondled by gentrifiers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Fuck. All right. Well, my head can was kind of along that same line was like, you know, trying to think of, uh, you know, he defeated this family. But of course, you know, any good sequel, like the evil remains. Right. <clears throat> if, if you're, if you're going to do a sequel. So my thought was that Rose had like converted and indoctrinated Sid, their little dog, or Chris's dog. But I think like it was, was it both their dog or just Chris's dog? Just Chris's dog. He was there, I think, to a dog's dog. Yeah. So I think Rose like turned the dog against Chris, like, or Chris was a plant. For, so like now Sid, this little dog is going to continue these. And like he had, he's going to have a little dog family and they're going to kidnap the dogs of black people and keep, like keep continuing this cycle um in the oh, dog world. God. It's it's Oh god. It's like a dog and version. Then, <laughs> and then we just get the same movie with like just now we get voice actors doing the dogs like like look who's talking now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like it's like Air Bud, but this movie. Oh, what about those what about those townspeople? Hey, air what blood? about the what? Air blood. Yeah. No, 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 wait, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm saying, I don't care, wait, you said air blood. Air blood, yeah. Air blood gets hit by a car. Oh. And it's, it's his ghost. <laughs> his ghost saved the elementary school basketball team, is what he does. Air blood. <laughs> oh, man. Air blood. <laughs> Every time I say it, it sounds funnier. <laughs> All right. Well, Daryl, do you want to uh, go ahead and plug your, your podcast again and your, your comedy shows you got going on? Where can, where can people find you and, and follow your stuff? Yeah, man. Uh, my, I'm on uh, all socials at Ragtag Daryl. Um, yeah, Ragtag Daryl, all one word. Um, that's Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok. I want to say my Twitch, too. Um, but yeah, just trying to, I'm trying to be everywhere upcoming, um, on the 6th of April, uh, I got Spicy Magic Comedy Night, Stand Up Improv Mix, um, I produce with my friend Tenna, uh, and then there's a Spicy Magic Vibes podcast that is, I also co-host with my friend Tenna, we'll be doing Evening with the Authors, uh, in Fountain Square, I'm gonna be hosting at Helium on the 14th, uh, and... Uh, I'm going to be at Red Curve on the 15th doing some stand-up as well. So, yeah, come, come hang out. You can get all this info on my socials. I know I'm not trying to plug everything, but all of that can <laughs> no. be found on my socials. That's good. And it's good that you've got them all. You've got them all like ragtag Daryl. You've got them all consistent. And uh, that's Boom. that's admirable. That's <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to go for it, you know, like I'm trying to try to make it easier for people. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Excellent. Well, Daryl, it's been a blast having you on. We will we'll definitely have you back again. Um and yeah. so thank thank you for Hell yeah, man. Thank you for being uh one of our favorite guests and thank you everyone at home for listening. This has been Head Cannon. Yeah! Oh,